You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740. Or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al, give it a rip, buddy. Stevie, take it away. Well there. Good morning, boys and girls. Anyway, have a great it's gonna be a great day. Uh Dave is unfortunately under the weather a little bit today. He uh he got a second jab and the uh the jab won. So uh I know he's listening going, You shouldn't have said that because that'll really upset everybody. But what's done? So Al, we have got a great show as usual. Uh, some interesting stuff as everybody sort of gets ready to do some travel when these borders open up and everywhere's areas like that. So we're going to have Elliot Silverstein up from uh, CAA tell us about more about the different ways you got to be careful when you're buying travel insurance. And then next up is going to be uh, we're going to have Summit Kapoor on from Young Steel's Ford Lincoln, and then your buddy Al. Mark Silverman. What's Mark going to be talking about? Well, Mark is the, you know, Submit is in the sales. I, I guess Submit is the sales manager. Is that right? Uh, yes, he is. There you go. <laughs> and Mark is yeah. the service manager. So, and, That's right. But, but I think Submit thinks he's the nervous manager because he's always bugging the heck out of him. You know, these guys are always going back to back. You know, Mark's trying to do it for the customer and Submit's trying to do it for the boss. We've got to make some money here, you know, and Mark's going, you, well, can't, you can't keep giving it away, bye. Mark. Mark's going to talk about, I think, some stuff with, um, you know, what's happened with these these chips that are still on sh- on shortage. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you know, what's, what's going on with the different protocols in place. And most dealers, especially up at Young Steel's Ford, have really got their poop together as far as making an appointment, when you can come in. And there are some new things that have evolved that are all good for the customer that uh, didn't take place when this uh, COVID I can't say that word on the radio, can I? Uh, the word after COVID uh, started. So we're going to talk a bit more about that. And uh, then later on, we're going to uh, get into some questions from you guys who have been uh, writing in. And Al, may want to talk. we got a few seconds. Uh, we've got another new promotion that kicked off uh, last weekend with CAA. So let her roll. What's that all about, Mr. Gelman? Well, exactly. Uh, CAA has been so kind as to give out a premium membership for one year. Um, if you don't have it, you need to get it, and you, you need to get it now. Go to Dave's Corner Garage, enter your name in the contest, and uh, you could win a free membership. It's great company, uh, great service. Of, of, of course, CAA has been around for a million years. Uh, you, you never expect bad things to happen, but they do. You know, sometimes your car doesn't start. Sometimes you get a flat tire. Sometimes you just run out of gas because you're not paying attention. Uh, CAA is there. Their trucks are your drivers are quite courteous. They do great work, and they'll come and rescue you. You know, the drivers really are good. It's not to stroke anybody here, but, I mean, we had uh, my wife's battery went uh, about a month ago, and the guy showed up literally within 12 minutes. But it wasn't just that. He, he sort of gave us an idea that more batteries go dead in the summer than they do in the wintertime. Yeah, you were surprised and, by that. Uh, 
Yes, because I'm a novice and you're the pro. So I know, and you call me and you say, well, the guy's here, he's giving me this story, okay? Like, is he jazzing me or what? And I said, no, Steve, the guy's telling you the truth. And you were just going on. Yeah, I was. You were whining because you had to pay money for the battery. You know, you just thought, well, I'll just get a boost and drive it around for 15 minutes. It'll be fine. No. But, you know, it's. You needed it's to get recharged, it, bud. I know. But it's been a while since we bought a battery. And, uh, you know, they've gone up in price like everything else has. But, I mean, they had everything there. Checked it all out. Checked the alternator. Cleaned everything up. And, uh. My wife is happy because she could get to her first nail appointment. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Which was kind of nice. And your lady, she had a birthday, right? Say exactly. hi to your, come on. Okay, she's okay. I, know I, I, I don't know if she's listening. I, I know my mom always listens for sure. Anyways, I wish my wife did be a happy birthday yesterday. We did go out and celebrate. We were on a rooftop patio. I'd like to say it was quite romantic, but we were with my daughter and my granddaughter. It was a family affair, uh, but we had a great well, that's time. that's nice. That's nice. All right, listen, we've got a great show lined up, and we uh, invite you to go to Facebook and follow us there. And also, don't forget, as Al mentioned, with CAA, your chance to win a CAA Plus membership. So do it right now if you can. Go to uh, davescornergarage.com and enter to win, and we will be back with some interesting stuff about what's going on in the marketplace with uh, Alan and moi and Dave on the sidelines going, maybe that Pfizer wasn't such a good idea, but I got it done. <laughs> And you need to get it done. We'll be right back. Stay with us, everybody. He has to change his advisor. There you go. We'll be right back. Bye-bye. Okay. Welcome back. This is uh, Dave's Corner Garage and a beautiful Saturday morning. I mean, we finally can see some blue sky, which is kind of nice because this rain was getting to be a little, you know what? How you doing, Al? So far, so good? When did you get your wiper blades changed last? Uh, when am I, <laughs> I don't know. I go to Glen Allen Motors. He's supposed to do that for me. Well, you know uh, what? And, I, and that's important that you do maintain it, you know, cause that, that's what happens is people don't realize it's not working until of course they need it. And in the middle of a, you know, a down, uh, a, you know, a cloudburst, you don't want to find out that, Oh, how come one arm is moving and the other one isn't or else oh, it it's scraping and you yeah. can't, I can't see Steve. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. You know, you we were talking about it before we went on the air this morning that, you know, you can go to a restaurant and you, you know, you can't bring your own food. If you go get your hair cut like I did uh, this week, uh, I can't bring my scissors. And yet people more and more are, I guess, because, you know, money's tight a little bit. Um, they're going to bring their own parts into garages like yourself. So what's going on with that, Al? Well, you know, we understand that you know, money's tight, especially, you know, last night we were out for dinner, like I said, and, and, and the waiter, you could see the look in his eye, was just so appreciative that people were coming out, eh? And, and, did you and tip? Did you tip decently? I, or I tipped big. I really did. I did. Okay, um, good for but, you. you know, I, I felt the compassion in his voice, you know? I mean, so people are hurting. There's absolutely no question about that. Yeah. And, you know, one, you know, you want to save money on, on stuff, or if you don't have money, is another story, but... Um, what you should be doing, rather than bringing your own parts, because most garages, see how a, a, a garage business is structured, we're making money on parts and on labor, not just one or the other, okay? It's a combination. And because we have big costs that we have to cover, you know, of course, there's salaries, there's equipment, there's maintenance, there's insurance, so many different things. And, and just what we may make on the labor is not enough. So we're based on the profit from both items. 
And like you say, you know, you wouldn't walk into your uh, pal. Well, the, Sasha's, I think, the name of your friend's restaurant. You know, you wouldn't yes. have your you you wouldn't bring a cooler with you with two steaks in it and say, "Do me a favor, uh, cook these up." I'll be happy to give you ten bucks or so, you know, for cooking them for me. And all uh, right, so give me give me an example of like typically what are people coming in with with they're buying parts and they're bringing into your place. So what would they what would they be bringing in? Well, you know what? Um, sometimes they bring in used parts where they feel. And, and a number of issues here. Number one is, you know, as a layperson, you can't necessarily diagnose your problem properly, okay? So let's say, for example, uh, in fact, we had one yesterday where the guy says, uh, I think I need a battery, and, and he brought me the car, and he says, but two other people have told me something different. So he's he's been chasing his tail. Now, um, and, you know, the two other places, one other place anyways, told him, oh, he had a problem with the alternator. So where you would see that is, you know, he guy may phone the wrecker, or he may find phone a tire store, buy himself an alternator, and then bring yeah. it in and ask me to install it, okay? Well, okay, I'll put it on, and this is how much I'm going to charge you. So here's where the problems lie. What if it's the wrong alternator, all right? Or what if the alternator doesn't work properly, or uh, what if the alternator at the end of the day isn't really the problem? So this is where things go awry, all right? Um, so, and then, then everybody's bumping heads together. And then in the end, so instead of saving money, you're spending more money. Because here now you've bought an alternator. you either in a situation because it's an electrical issue that you can't return it, okay? Or worst case, I put it on your car, and then the next day your car doesn't start again. Well, because that wasn't the initial problem. So that's that's where things go crazy. It's the same way. I mean, you know, like I said, you bring steaks to your friend's restaurant. The next morning you wake up and your stomach is turning upside down. Uh, who do you blame? Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, do you find people that are, even with simple things, like if they're going to go out and buy a couple uh, quarts of oil, well, they bring their own oil and go, this is what I use, and it's the wrong stuff, or they bring in transmission fluid thinking that it was oil. Exactly, and if it's the wrong stuff, they, they're either doing damage to their car or it's not going to work properly. Uh, I had someone yesterday, we had a fellow in with a Toyota pickup truck, and, and this was a guy that liked my service. In other words, he liked the service at Glen Allen, but he didn't want to pay the full bore that the dealer would normally charge. So he had asked me ahead of time, can I bring my own original equipment parts? Um, so I knew he was bringing a first-class part. He wasn't bringing in a second line or a white box part, you know, we, a generic part that, for example, we have no idea what the quality is. He's bringing me in a first-line part, and he understands at the same time, too, though, that the warranty that he's going to be given is on the part only. So in other words, if something goes wrong with the part, He's going to be able to go back to Toyota, but he can't complain to me. And this is where, you know, the, the uh, what do they call it? Can, you, can I say piss and match on the phone? I just did. No, you can't. No, okay, thanks. But <laughs> <laughs> well, this is where nobody's happy in the end. So to sum it up quickly, I'm just going to say, you know, if you need a break on the parts or you need some time to pay, just ask the garage. I mean, we're, we're private individuals, too, and we, we know what it's like to, to try to earn a living and make a profit. So just yeah, ask. just don't. There yeah, are alternatives. Don't yeah, don't okay. go to Dollar Ram and buy anything. That's not a good idea. So listen, we have got some interesting emails that have come in the last couple of weeks, uh, mostly dealing with uh, what are we going to buy for insurance when it's time to travel. Up next, we're going to talk to Elliot Silverstein from CAA to tell you more about that. So stay with us on a glorious Saturday here in Toronto. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. 
Okay, welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage here on uh, AM740 and uh, 96.7 FM on your dial. And we have Elliot Silverstein on the air with us from CAA. Al, over to you. You can talk to Mr. Elliot all by yourself. You know, a couple of years back, there was a great movie called Thelma, Louis, Thelma and Louise, you know. And, and, and at the end of the movie, they, they put the roof down on their 66 T-Bird, and they just take off, eh? Um, now, of course, that wasn't a good thing. <laughs> However, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Steve? Yeah, it's okay. Go ahead. Um, so, you know, you, here's the thing. You know, people are so happy that the bonds of COVID are finally being released. They just want to get in their car and take off. And just throw, you know, throw uh, cautious to the wind, but uh, not a good idea, right, Elliot? Well, I think people are really excited to get going, but they need to take the proper precautions and uh, be ready if they're going soon or if they're going down the road as well. So, having just enough gas in the car and a spare tire is not enough. No, nope, you need a lot more these days. Whether it be your playlist for your car, you need to make sure you have your insurance for your travel and understanding where you're going and what the rules are. the The rules have really changed, and it's really important that people start understanding that. What was, you know, a year and a half ago is not going to be the same as things resume. In fact, my daughter was talking last night about booking a holiday, and she said, you know, I can fly to Vancouver and, and, and get a car there, and, or hopefully get a car because they're at a premium as well, um, and see, see the province that way. But I, I understand that the, the, the maritime provinces still have separate rules. Is that right? So there's a lot of different rules between provinces and states, and it's really and it, 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 you know what I would say is it's a very fluid situation because it's changing so frequently as people are being vaccinated. Some rules are being relaxed, some are being tightened in different jurisdictions. Um, but it is so critical that people do their homework both at the time of their plans and right before their departure because um, what you research today could change ten days from now. So uh, at, and where do they find this information? Is, is the CAA a source for this kind of info? So what we're recommending is really checking the, the local uh, government website. So mm-hmm. if you're looking to go west, to go east, to check each provincial uh, website, if you're going into the states, the exact same thing, because they're going to have the, the most up-to-date information because, again, it, it can change so frequently, just as we're seeing, you know, right now with the various reopenings. Um, you know, again, it's happening so fast that the information is quickly becoming out of date and, and government websites are your best first source. Good question. You know, I mean, I have OHIP, and I plan on staying in Ontario um, or, or staying within Canada, for example. Why do I still need supplemental insurance? The, the reason why is that not everything is fully covered. And depending on the situation you may run into, not all those uh, coverages, and perhaps, for example, being airlifted back to Ontario, for example, um, that may not be fully covered by OHIP or even partially covered by OHIP. So, Taking out the extended insurance gives you that full assurance um, top to bottom. At the same time, you know, again, with, with CAA, we have Orion Travel Insurance, um, but a lot of insurers are, are now looking at providing COVID coverage for people, um, you know, who have vaccinations. So, again, if you're, if you're concerned about the potential of a slip and fall or if you're concerned about the potential of contracting COVID, um, there are various insurance companies, um, including ourselves, that will uh, provide various coverage if you're fully vaccinated. So, it really is important now to do your homework, to do your research, and begin factoring in insurance um, as part of your initial thoughts and not as your, uh, your last-minute changes. Well, it certainly can't happen. I mean, it happened to our pal Dave years ago, you know, where he was down in the States and his car got washed away in a flood. Um, yeah. 
You oh, know. that's Dave. Everything happens to him. <laughs> Don't travel with him. Elliot, I have a quick question here because we're running out of time quickly here. But are there various levels of COVID insurance that people can look for, especially as Al said, if you're going to be staying in Canada doing a staycation in the country, um, where can they can they find this these different levels of insurance on CAA's website? So yes, so the so the information is available. So to, so through CAA, we have Orion Travel Insurance. If you're fully vaccinated, uh, 14 days prior to your departure, you could be eligible for up to five million dollars in coverage. The best place to go is caasco.com to get information, get a quote, and uh, uh, plan your trips effectively. So that way you can be comfortable wherever and whenever you go. Okay, that's good. It's good to know because I mean everybody's getting the bug just to get out. I mean, we're in a condo downtown. It's like, enough. I want to see some people. And we've been fortunate to see family as a lot of more people are doing that. So um, that's good information to go. Give us give us the uh, the website one more time, Elliot. Absolutely. So for more information, go to caasco.com for more information on everything related to travel and travel insurance. All right, listen, buddy. Have a great weekend. Thanks for joining us and uh, enjoy the sunshine. I don't see any rain for at least 48 hours, which is good. <laughs> You as well. Thank you. All right, buddy. So, Al, we've got some interesting stuff coming up with what's going on with dealerships. Right. Especially if you're now looking at maybe getting that car that you've been waiting on for three or four months. And if you're a little bit, you know, freaked out by going into a dealership, that and more when we talk next with Summit Kapoor from Young Steel's Ford. You're listening to Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is uh, Dave's Corner Garage, and we encourage you to go to our website, davescornergarage.com, and enter to win a CAA Plus membership. We only do the best for you, and we'll be making that draw towards the end of July. And, you know, as people get ready to, uh, to get on the road, maybe look at getting a new, new car, uh, they're concerned about some of the dealerships and what to do with protocols and if there's inventory. Well, we have Samit Kapoor on from Young Steel's Ford Lincoln. Samit, I'm going to hand it over to Al. Al, it's all yours, buddy. Thank you very much. Good morning, Samit. How are you? I'm good, sir. How are you guys doing at the studio? We're doing excellent. Now, it's a nice day, and I'm thinking I'm just going to wheel down my car or take the bus and walk into your dealership. Is that allowed? More than welcome. Yes, sir. Oh, so uh, I don't have to make an appointment anymore? No, you don't have to make an appointment anymore. Oh, that's super. You know, it was so difficult before. But I guess there's still a limit to how many people you can have in, in your showroom. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. Uh, whenever you walk in, you just have to do that, that screening thing. You answer the questions, any symptoms, and then you feel free to walk around, look at the cars, and sit down with the, with the sales guy and discuss your questions. Now, I, I understand you have a, a deal with the bar next door, and then you pass on your credit card, and I can just <laughs> hang out in the bar for a few minutes. And That's possible, too. But take me along. <laughs> have a yeah, couple of cold sure. ones while I'm thinking about which car I want to. We'll just give you a brochure, and then you can figure out what car you yeah, want. Yeah. That's great. What you cars wish. are available? We understand that there has been some shortages. What do you have on the lot, or what can you get pretty quick? Well, we have escapes, which are easily available. Explorers are easily available. Edges, we have very good inventory, 40-plus edges in stock. Um, truck situation is improving day by day. Recently, we got about 25 factory orders, which landed. Mm-hmm. The news is that GM and Ford, they've uh, got some semiconductor chips, and they're prioritizing the F-150 production. Oh, because... because yeah. Yeah, because well... the margins. Yeah, we actually we had Georgini on last week, and he was saying that if you're not that particular, 
you know, there are some deals out there. So, for example, you know, a lot of, you know, people are moving away from sedans, but you guys have sedans on your lot. So if you're not that fussy, by all means, you can get one of those. I guess that's the whole idea, eh? is as much as you have a picture or a, you've dreamt of a special car, you do have to be flexible still, correct? Yes. And we're really excited because we got our first Bronco on the lot. Bronco, that's a brand new vehicle. Yep, it now, when, you li- when you listen when you listen to Sumit talk about that, it's like a father having a newborn. These guys have been waiting, <laughs> as a lot of customers have. It's true. My Bronco's in, and I've seen a lot of them. What I like, besides the drive of it, is that Ford has really come up with some really cool colors for for the Ford Bronco. So, in in case of people waiting for that, if they were to come in say on the weekend and they like yeah. it and they want to buy it, what's a rough idea for the wait wait time to get it? Uh, right now, they're looking at about a month and a half. If I have That's something in stock, they can pick it up right away. Uh, my Bronco inventory is starting to land. Half the units are in transit now. So within a month, in less than 45 days, I can deliver deliver the unit. Nice. Now, there's, now, there's a big uh, a number of different models and, and, and options on that as well, isn't there? Yes. I mean, you can get... Uh, I, I couldn't believe it. You know, I watched Brian Max. You guys were so nice and gave him a car, and, and I couldn't believe when he said it's a three-cylinder engine and, you know, the type of horsepower that it does yep. produce. And, yep. and, and you could pretty much take it anywhere. And, and like Steve said, you know, Ford has spent so much time. I, I think, did they not really go back to some old Bronco owners to find out the things that they liked and didn't like? They kept the basic uh, look of the vehicle same. They mm-hmm. just modernized it. Right, with, so now you have transmissions that are, yes, yes, you have uh, a lot more electronics, and, and people get cushy. I mean, they want to have the, the nice things in life. Now, as well, I, I saw an, a, a crazy number, and I found it difficult to believe, but apparently Ford is building more Mach-E's now than they are gas-powered Mustangs. What's going on with that? Mach-E just won the EV of the Year award, beating three Tesla cars, Audi, uh, Porsche Taycan, and one vehicle from Volvo. There were 10 vehicles in competition. Marquis came out number one. Ford is uh, lowering down the rate of interest on Marquis to 3.99 from 4.99. Mm-hmm. And I have delivered four Marquis in the last 15 days. Oh, wow. So they are available then? Yes, easily available. And it's, uh, it's doing really, really well in the market. Question. Now, um, the government, when electric cars first came out, offered some, some, some rebate money or, or uh, you know, some incentive. Uh, do they still offer that? No, not on the marquees. Okay. Marquees don't qualify because they, they cross a specific price threshold. They, they, they become luxury, uh, luxury vehicles, and they don't qualify for that. Now, question for people who may not be familiar with an electric vehicle. Um, you know, you don't pull into a gas station to fill it up. You plug it in at home. Um, does Ford offer, or, or what do you do about a charging station? Ford is giving you two different charges along with the car, and then Ford is trying to partner with Electrify Canada to give uh, two years of free charging uh, across their network in Canada. These things are not finalized. We will soon get to hear a final confirmation from Ford on this one. And so, the you know, there's also go ahead, sorry, Steve. Gal, there, there's a there's a thing that I saw on uh, on the website that uh, if you're thinking about getting an electronic vehicle. You can go on, if you just Google on Ontario websites for electronic charge stations, it gives you a map of every station in Ontario, right across Canada. So you can plan with an app on your phone uh, just when you're going to be at that station, 
and they give you in a lot of time, I think, submit of about 20 minutes to charge up the battery. Yep. And then, then off you go. And these cars, like typically, give us an, a, a rough idea with a Mach-E. If it's fully charged, how many clicks can you get to that on the on with, full with charge? With a shorter battery, you can easily do 330 kilometers in today's weather. With a, oh, with a longer battery, perfect. you can easily do 440 kilometers on full charge. I don't know about you, Depends. Steve, but I can't drive that far without stopping for, you know, uh, a pause for the cause. You know what I'm saying? Course, you know, there's you another good your... thing. In, in the Mach-E <laughs> big infotainment system, there's a map that will guide you towards the charging stations on your way to your destination. Yes, you know, that's a great thing. I saw that in a Tesla a couple of years back, and I, uh, the guy had uh, New Jersey plates on, and I said, how the heck did you get here? And he showed me right on the dashboard. It plots out your route. It tells you exactly how many kilometers before the next service station, what they have there, how long the charge is going to take. So I, I, I would think that that, that that anxiety should be gone by now, no? Yes. We are getting there. Yeah. Yeah, people are getting more and more confident about EVs. And I'm seeing more and more, either it's a hybrid or just a straight EV car uh, on the roads right now. And, uh, you know, they pull up next to you and it's like, is that car running? It's right. so quiet. And it's, it's, it's kind of great because uh, people are getting, you can just feel the anxieties lowered. People are getting yeah. out to patios and they're slowly getting out. And the fact that you can go to youngsteelsfordlincoln.com, go in there, see what the inventory is like, and then go in and see uh, the guys in, in there. They'll give you some great service. And uh, it's safer now. And I think the anxiety has dropped enough. So that uh, you can enjoy the experience of it, and there's no more what emails of PDFs of getting your inventory ready and the invoices, so they can go in and see you in person and get it all done, and then then off you go, right? Yep. Let's go on a test drive. And Ford has enough confidence too in in their electric vehicles that they've now just come out with a pickup truck too. When is yep. when is that? Uh, I think it's called a Lightning, isn't it? Uh, yep. That's the fully electric truck. Before that, they're bringing in Ford Maverick in 2022. It's a standard hybrid engine, small kind of vehicle, but it uh, it's it belongs to that range of family size. But ultimately, they will have the full size F-150 uh, electric yes, as well. Yes, it's going in production 2022. Oh, that's great. I mean, because for you the know, most part, Steve, it's it's amazing that we're you know we're just half sort of early into the summer and I'm seeing TV commercials for like the 2022s everybody's pushing that and that's I guess that's partly due submit is that not to just the inventory that's left you're trying to get rid of the the Ford Escapes the Ford Explorers I know my yep. son just got a Ford Escape from you guys and uh, yep. he loves it I just gotta he's just gotta get some new license plates because they're they're kind of falling off. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, you mean your son? Your son got rid of that old VW. Yeah, he got rid of the Tiguan, and uh, I mean it was a great car. But I mean the Ford Escape he loves. Uh, my grandsons are in the back, so they can throw things at each other, and it's it's great. He loves the drive of it, and uh, the mileage is great. And uh, unfortunately, Al, he won't be seeing you as much, but he'll still come by and visit. That's he can a- he can paint the outside of your. Glen Allen Motors. That's not Wouldn't a bad that idea. Nice? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, he can get to go visit Mark, who we're going to have after the break, too, eh? For sure. Now, listen, Samantha, yeah. if people want to find out more information before they come in, what's your website so people can graze and see what the inventory is like? YoungSteelsFordLincoln.com. All right. Easy enough. And you're there all day without having to get your card down and buy Al a drink because he doesn't drink that much anyway, so you're fine. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay, but listen, have a good weekend. Say hi to Gagan, everybody there, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, okay? 
Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right, buddy. Coming up next, as as Al was saying, we're going to talk to Mark Silverman about a number of different issues. Uh, You know, the state of the car industry, the microchip shortage, where it stands now. And as we were talking with with, uh, Summit, as Al likes to say, the electrification of cars. Electrifying! Yes, baby! So this is Dave's Corner Garage. You're with us. We're glad you're with us. Stay with us. We'll be right back right after this break. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Okay, enough of that. Dave'sCornerGarage.com is our website. We want you to win a CAA Plus membership, so go do that when you get a chance. And uh, we'll announce the winner towards the end of July. No boats, no cars, but things going on with cars. And this guy knows more than all of us put together. It's Mark Silverman from Young Steel's Ford. Al, your buddy. Talk to him. <laughs> I know he's the head of the service department at Young Steels, but, you know, you don't have to swell his head any bigger than it is already. Mark, how okay, are you? Talk about, talk about well, his boat then. Good morning, gentlemen. I do know one thing. I know, I know I know a little bit more than Steve Scheiman does, I can tell you that. When it comes to Very cars nice. you're talking about. When it comes to life in general. <laughs> oh. <laughs> have you been told yet this morning or what? Come on now. Well, I haven't had my popcorn yet, but I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> He's really hitting below the belt on that. All right, just go. Enough of this. All right, Mark, uh, I know you like popcorn, you like chips, but there's a shortage. What's going on? Why much, buddy. Everything seems to be getting back to some semblance of normalcy, but we're still a little behind right now. Um, it's looking good. Did it, what, is, was it not a case of the manufacturer? Couldn't they build the car and then put in the parts that are missing afterwards? Well, they did. Oh, they did do that. Okay. Apparently, um, from the information I have, is there's about 700,000 vehicles sitting somewhere in storage and fields. No way. Waiting for these parts. And that's not just Ford. That's Chrysler, GM, everybody. The whole gamut is sitting waiting. They're all manufactured. They're just sitting waiting to have these microchips, which are now becoming readily available and becoming um, uh, more uh, frequent delivery. So... We're getting better. We are getting better, and it is a world that's coming together finally. Uh, we've all been through it for the last year and a half, but uh, the strong will survive. And a question, were these microchips and computers that were there to actually operate the car, or basically just, you know... They weren't in, in, microchips. They weren't microchips. They were semiconductors. And what semiconductors do is they distribute uh, uh, power and electricity and whatever you're trying to distribute um, through the system. So it's not just microchips that actually have some functionality. Mm-hmm. It's the semiconductor that makes those microchips work. So at the end of the line, they couldn't actually just drive the cars off. They had to push them off. No, they drove them, but I think there's some functionality that uh, that's not available. All right, Steve? No, I was just listening to the fact of, uh, you know, it's the semiconductors. And, and like in a, in a typical, say, let's say it's, it's a Ford F-150, how many semiconductors... Don't laugh, Silverman, or I'll smack you. How many semiconductors are needed to put a put a truck together? You know what? Uh, uh, that's a question, uh, Steve. I can't answer because it's all there's eleven computers on the cart. I mean, ah, so there's, okay. There's um, you know, I'm sorry. There's seven computers in most. A few have a little bit more, um, but at the end of the day, uh, semiconductors are in everything. They're in your watch. They're in your phone. They're in everything that we live and, and breathe through life every day. So it's hard to say what specific semiconductors were, was, there was a shortage of. Um, obviously not all because they were able to build the vehicles, but at the end of the day, 
The ones that aren't available are now available. And, Mark, how do you guys stay up with it? I mean, you know, your menu, Submit, or we were just talking to Submit earlier, and he was talking about the full-on electric cars. you got a Mach-E, which is strictly electric. Um, mm-hmm. You guys are coming out with the Lightning, which is electric as well. Beautiful truck. Vast changes. How do you keep up? Well, we're, we're continuously uh, doing uh, schooling and education through the, through the manufacturer, mm-hmm. and that goes through all manufacturers. Um, they... Uh, they uh, we just have to bear, grin and bear it. I mean, it's it's there. This, the shortages are everywhere. We're trying to make, catch up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to point. I wanted to bring up a little point, a very interesting point. That if you've owned a vehicle in the last five years, mm-hmm. you're probably not. And, and a lot of the the the, uh, the concerns that people are having and coming in with electronic concerns are ne- are not necessarily manufacturer error. There's a lot of driver error. And when I say that. Um, listen, Alan, you and I have been in this for 40-odd years. Uh, you know, I never read an owner's manual in my life. Uh, it, was, <laughs> yeah. it was like reading a phone book, very dry. Right. But I encourage anybody that has a car within the last five years, if you do not read the owner's manual, you're only using 10% of the functionality on the car, and you're creating issues that may not require you to go to the dealership. You can fix them on your own, or they're just driver error issues. Well, so, give me an example. I mean, for, uh, of a driver error issue. Well, you know, you try, you call, you call me up and you say my sync doesn't work or my phone won't pair with my car. Mm-hmm. Well, if you read the owner's manual, there's a multitude of ways to do this, but they only try the one way that they've known for years. They didn't bother to pick up the manual and read it and find out that the car has to be maybe parked when you do this. You can't do it while you're driving. I mean, there's a, a whole gamut of things that can be solved by reading that owner's manual. Yeah. You know, and besides the owner's manual, Mark, I mean, there are, you can find literally everything on YouTube, not the stuff that we watch exactly off the air. Yes, you know, <laughs> yeah, you has, can. a realm of information, but I encourage listeners and drivers and anybody who's bought any product in the last five years to pull that book out of the, out of the, um, the glove box. You will be amazed at the functionality of the car you're missing that you never even knew existed. So that's one of the biggest things that, I, that I'm a proponent of now, and I do say to all my customers, look, this is what went wrong with your car. If you'd have gone here, you would have seen that you didn't need to come here. Wow. People making a special trip. I mean, we've seen that for years, you know, where people all of a sudden say, you know, I got in the back seat of the car and I couldn't get out afterwards. Uh <laughs> You know, what what happened there? Or or why is it that all of a sudden my electric windows, they, they don't work? You know, and, and it's very simple. There's a button there, idiot, that you, that you pressed, okay? Yeah, it's yeah, simple. There's, there's that, and there's just, there's just so many things that we're working with. And, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to overcome uh, a bad uh, global situation with, uh, with the pandemic. And our landscape in the dealerships themselves have changed. Unfortunately, we're not back yet to the real customer level where we can provide a nice, clean place to stay. We can provide coffee and refreshments. That hasn't returned yet, but it's coming. And, uh, you know, people come in here, and unfortunately, they they have a a bad taste. They bought a $60,000 car, and it broke. And it broke because they didn't read the owner's manual. You know what? I I just experienced the same thing myself where we're watching this English uh, thing on Netflix, couldn't understand a word they're talking about. And my friend says, well, why don't you look at the captions? I said, oh, I never thought of that. 
Well, so right. now I'm now I'm pressing buttons, looking for the captions, and my wife goes, "I don't know where they are. I don't know how you turn them on." Well, all I had to do was say, "Turn on captions," and guess what? Yeah. It worked. Right. Amazing. Right. right. Well, cars are very similar now. We're pretty sophisticated. We got a lot of things. But, you know, also there's a, a few extra toys in these cars that. I don't know how we managed for years and years and years to drive without a heating steering wheel, but now when the heated steering wheel doesn't work, it's fantastic. <laughs> All right, Mark, thanks very much. Keep up the good work. Young Steel's Ford. You got a Ford or a Lincoln, he's happy to service it for you. And uh, he'll share his popcorn if you're lucky, too. Mark, take care. Thank maybe, you. All right, buddy. Maybe, his, maybe his boat. Maybe take us out on the water. That would be kind of nice. Anyways, we have got some uh, questions we're going to get to from you, the listener. We're going to do that right after this. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Stay with us. And just as a sidebar with uh, TriangleTire.ca, I mean, they, they lead the market in uh, – in tires that you need for like your SUV or your trailer, and people are going up to get their boats out to the cottage. So uh, check out their website. They've got some really good stuff and some really great price points as well. So, Gelman, what did you want to talk about now? Uh, well, we got an email. We got an email from Lynn. She drives a Volkswagen Golf diesel. And uh, let me just quickly read it. You know, she said here right off the bat, you're going to have a laugh on my part, of course. In other words, we're kind of laughing at her. But, but this is a thing that people do on occasion, and this, it, it can get very serious. She added windshield washer to her VW Golf diesel in the proper location under the hood. No problem there. There's a cap there, and it usually is blue. Um, but then she remembered that uh, because she had some extra washer fluid left and didn't want to throw it out, she said, you know, I saw another blue cap on my car. This one happened to be by the fuel cap marked add blue so it said right on it add blue so what did uh, lynn do she poured the windshield washer into the secondary spot that said add blue and thought well okay now i can you know recycle my plastic container everybody's happy i don't have to drive around with it in my car but unfortunately within a few blocks her check engine light came on and i don't know if she drove it or anyway she did have to take it back to the dealer and unfortunately, it did cost her $300 to have the washer fluid removed from her DEF container. You know what DEF is? Go ahead. I'm an, enlighten me here. DEF stands for diesel exhaust fluid. Uh, so this is special stuff that you have to put in a diesel. They've been doing this in Mercedes and big trucks. It's 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 a it's a stuff they put in the in the in the uh, they mix it with the fuel or, or sorry they mix it into the exhaust chamber and it cleans up that sooty exhaust so it it doesn't pollute as bad. I mean, thankfully we're we're losing the diesels altogether now. But uh, anyway, here's my point. The point is, uh, like Mark said earlier, RTFM. Okay, at one point. Open up the hood, open up the manual, and look and see. They, they've tried to make it simple, like, like, um, like Lynn mentioned. The cap for the washer fluid was blue, same color as the washer. Um, but there are other things under the hood that you really can't mix. Like, she got off lucky, believe it or not. $300 was not a bad price to pay. Um, but if you, for example, if you put uh, engine oil where your brake fluid should go or, you know, something wrong in your radiator, you could, first of all, make the car... Uh, very dangerous to drive because in that case your brakes could fail and there'd be no warning sign before um, and it would cost huge money to fix you know thousands of dollars so um, yeah it's important it's you know I, I feel for the lady because it's it's happened to everybody 
I mean, YouTube can really get you out of a, of a, of a corner quickly. But I remember when I had a Mazda Millennia and I, uh, I didn't know how much oil I could put in. So I put about four liters or four quarts, whatever it is, <laughs> close to it. That was close. It was one of those containers of, yeah. about that size. So don't go there. Okay, Yeoman? So I put them all, I put four of them in. So I'm driving along the lakeshore into uh, Liberty Village area and there's, there's smoke coming out of the back of my my car and everybody's driving by like I didn't see it. They go, hey, buddy, your smoke's coming out. So I found out, took it to my garage back then and he said, how much oil did you put in here? I said, four. You only need two. But you need, with all these new cars, you open up that hood, there's a lot of new stuff that you've not seen before. And you really need to, you know, as, as everybody's been talking about, read the manual. But uh, they should make it a little bit easier. Like, give me an arrow. You know, here, the water goes, the windshield washer fluid goes here. Here's an arrow. Point to it. The oil goes there. And the tranny stuff goes there. Well, they've Wouldn't tried. Be nice? They've tried. I mean, like I say, the washer fluid bottle now is blue. It's not red anymore. It used to be red or black cap. So now it's like, okay, I'm going to match it with the fluid that's going in. And there's actually a picture of like the spritzer going off, like 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 when you put on your windshield washers. You see the little thing like, you, you know, like looks like Johnny's having a tinkle, but in fact, that's the windshield washer. Johnny's have, did you, Johnny's having a tinkle? Well, that's what it kind of looks <laughs> like. You know, you see the droplets come squirting out, you know, that they're talking yeah. about your windshield washer. <laughs> so that's why you have to put it in there. Well, if you're using your electronic vehicle and you're going too far and you need to have a Johnny, uh, that's what you could do. So we've, let's not go down that road. It's too late in the day. Okay. Listen, we've had a great, great hour, and we want to thank the following people. Mark uh, Silverman from Young Steel's Ford Lincoln, Summit Kapoor, and, of course, Elliot Silverstein from CAA. So, Al, if they want to win a CAA Plus membership, what do they do? Go to davescornergarage.com and hit enter. Enter. Great. Enter, and you can win. We're going to announce the winner uh, towards the end of the month, and we're getting a lot coming in today, so get in on it. Do it now and have a great weekend. Al, you too. Have a good weekend. And uh, And best wishes to our buddy Dave. Yes, get well, Dave. Take it easy, buddy. We'll see you next week here on Dave's Corner Garage. Bye-bye, everyone. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.